Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. How are you doing today, my friend? My name is Caroline. For those of you who don't know me, if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for making the choice to tune in every Wednesday as I release a new episode. And if you are new here, I'm excited to have you on board as a Restored Mind family. Today, we are going to be taking a look at what happens when we look at someone's success and wish it was ours. I titled this episode, What about me? Because there was a season in my life where I used to hear and see stories of someone's progress or their success and wish that it was me. I would ask the question, why God can I not have the success like they do? As a matter of fact, when I was in this mindset, I used to think that their life was easier, that they had it made, that they were God's favorite. And one of the most toxic mindset that I had or thoughts that I had was that I believed I was not good enough to be loved by God and blessed by him. Again, this is one of the most toxic thoughts that I've ever had because it led me to walk in idolatry for the better part of my life. This mindset failed me in so many ways, but mainly because I saw their success or the person's success that I was looking at and did not pay attention to their stories. Most of the time, when we hear about someone's win, all we see are the highlights, right? So that could mean anything from a 30-second clip of someone praising that person for the success that they have, or maybe pictures that show before and afters. It could also be a short video of how they started and where they're at now. But what most of us do not do, myself included, is to take the time to know their stories. We only want the good stuff, the fast track way of getting to where they've got. I have a community page on Facebook. If you're not already there, I highly recommend that you join. It's called the Restored Mind Podcast, and it's where I share encouraging thoughts and messages throughout the week. And yesterday I shared that a lot of us have different stories, even though we're on a similar journey. And this thought has occurred to me when I was in this season of my life trying to come out of it. It's occurred to me several times after that. But as I sit here and talk to you, I am just so amazed at how wonderful God works. Our stories matter because, like I said, God works in wonderful ways, right? He knows you and he will speak to you in a way that would only make sense to you. Maybe your convictions and the revelations you have are different than mine. But at the end of the day... God still speaks to us and is uniquely tailored to us as an individual person. And typically what I have found is that even though he speaks to us differently, we usually come to the same conclusion. That God is at the center of our story. 
And when we fall in love with this, we cannot help but share the goodness and the glory of the kingdom. We are his children and we have personalities. All of us. I don't know how many people are in this world, but all of us are his children. Those of you with multiple kids or even multiple pets know what I'm talking about, right? Your kids have different personalities. My kids do. They respond in different ways. They receive messages in different ways. And you might be asking, why are you talking about stories? There's a reason for this. But first, I want to clarify that when I reference to story, I'm talking about the events of someone's life that led them to the success that you see and that I see. I am not talking about the stories that are being made up about someone or made up stories in general. I'm talking about the actual events, the truth that they walk in for their success. And the reason why I'm talking about stories is because it can be so easy for you to feel like you've been forgotten about, especially when you see others getting what you want or what you've been waiting for and probably even praying about. We can begin to think that we are not blessed like the person who got what we've longed for. For complete transparency, I am only speaking on my own experience. I know that you've probably had your own experience that is completely different from mine, but I am pretty positive that there have been a season in your life where you've asked a question, what about me? When does my time come? When am I going to succeed? When we idolize someone's success, we forget about our own and our focus shifts. It goes from what is ahead of us to what is around us. In the beginning of this episode, I said that for a long time, I walked in idolatry. And idolatry is just worshiping someone or something other than God as if they are God. In the book of Revelation, John gets to see the holy city and he hears God speaking to him. And he tells him to write down what he says because his words are true and trustworthy. So John falls at the feet of the angel in the end who showed him all of these things to worship the angel. There are so many things that went through my mind when I read that passage. I questioned, have I been like John? I can think of many times when I ended up being more in awe of someone who shared information with me that would help me in my success, and their words became like gold to me. I clung on to their words. It was something that I held on to without regards to my own moral and standards. I didn't even know what they looked like in that season of my life, to be completely honest with you. But because I was so caught up in the words of someone that was trying to help me, I did not allow myself to explore this, to really see for myself and set the standard that I would have loved to have been in. So I didn't really explore what my morals and standards were. I just knew I wasn't trying to do anything illegal and I wasn't trying to hurt anyone. But their words like do what makes you happy was something that I told myself because someone told me that. I believed that I should have done what makes me happy. But these words ended up sending me down a path of destruction. I unpack all of that in the episode that I released two weeks ago, which is titled Do What Makes You Happy. I would highly recommend that you give it a listen. I also recalled wanting to be in someone's shadow, learning from them when the opportunity came, which is not a bad thing at all. But for me, what I have learned was that I became blind to the fact that my mentors are human too. And so what that means is that they're going to mess up from time to time. And as someone who idolized a person, 
and held them to a standard of perfection, which isn't realistic, I became disappointed when they stumbled and I easily judged them and questioned their quote unquote success in my mind because I wondered how they could have influence on someone if they stumbled. And so again, I forgot about their stories and only saw their success, which is why I had this toxic negative mindset when I was in the season of what about me? But what I love about Revelation in this particular story is that when John fell down to worship the angel at his feet, the angel responded by telling John that he is also a fellow servant. And then he redirects John's focus to God by telling him to worship God. There's two things that sticks out to me here. An angel that showed John these things also humbled himself enough to say, I am also a fellow servant. Don't worship me. And then the second thing is he points to God and says, worship God. It makes me question who or what has shifted your focus from God. Are you asking, what about me for your own desire and pleasures? Which then for me begs the question, are you seeking things that are above? And are you setting your mind on things that are above? In my opinion, these questions are worth exploring. These are the three questions that I asked myself that really helped me get out of the what about me season where I was so focused on someone's success, wishing it was mine instead of focusing on what was ahead of me. Now, I know that in this season of your life, there are so many emotions that can come up when we end up looking at someone's success and forgetting to celebrate our wins. A few things that come to mind is that we could become discouraged at our own results, which can lead to us wanting to quit. We could have thoughts like, what is the point of doing this? I am never going to be like, fill in the blank. Or I don't have the genetics like this person has, so what is the point of me doing this? All of this is for nothing. I'm sure that these are words that we've probably spoken out of frustration in a certain season of our life, but these are the kinds of words that speak death over the kind of growth that you want to have. We might feel inadequate, like we're not enough, And worse, our mindset can begin to shift from I can to I can't. Again, because we're focused on the success of someone's story instead of focusing on ours. And I'm not saying that you cannot celebrate with them or that you can't be happy for them. You absolutely can, but you do also need to continue to stay focused on yours. So what do we do? How do we get out of this season in our life? I would say go back to basics and make a list of what you are grateful for in your journey. Being grateful is something that we have to build a practice for. Being grateful also involves the mundane moments, the daily routine that we go through every day. Learning to be grateful for these things helps us focus on our journey. One of the best ways, in my opinion, to focus on you is to list your wins, right? That's why we're making a list of what we're grateful for, even the small ones, because those are worth noting too. So you want to make a list of your big wins and your small ones. What are small wins? Well, personally for me, a lot of people overlook the mental wins because it's not something tangible that you can show. As a matter of fact, a lot of people look at the physical changes or the size and growth of their business through numbers. 
which can confirm their success. And yes, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all. I think that numbers are great. It does tell you where you're at and give you a direction of where you need to go in order to grow your business more or grow your podcast, whatever it is that you're working on. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But my friend, do not forget to celebrate your mental wins. In my opinion, these mental challenges are the hardest to overcome. And you might be asking why. Well, through my experience, I believe that what your mind believes in, the rest of you will follow. That means your actions, your attitude. If your mind believes that you cannot, your actions and your attitude will also follow that mindset. For example, I believe that I was not good enough to be a part of God's family. I felt like an outcast because I was not gifted with the talents that I wanted. Like singing, for example. I am not a singer. Can I hold a note? I don't know how I made it in chorus back in school, but the more that I think about it, the funnier it gets in my head because the girl cannot sing. This also explains why I never received a solo, which is fine by me because that would have been really embarrassing. But that's a story and a conversation for another day. But because I believed in this mindset, I walked a life trying to impress the world and got lost in the process. And I'm not saying I was trying to impress the world by singing, but I was trying to impress the world by other things. And I used the validation that I received from other people as a way for me to measure my success. And yet still, I had eyes on some other people's wins over my own. However, when my mindset began to shift from feeling forgotten and inadequate to being transformed, I was setting my mind on things above and seeking things above. I realized how gifted I was with the many talents that God blessed me with. However, I wasn't using them because, again, I was so busy wishing for someone else's success to be mine that I did not spend time with my talents to grow them, to harness them, and perfect them because I was too busy wishing for someone else's. When I say perfect, I don't mean to be without flaws, but I mean to tap into it and to really live and lean into the talents that God's blessed me with. Now, I'm not trying to make this episode about me, but I am using my personal story to share with you how important it is to be seeking things above and setting your mind on things above. When you do that, you're not going to be fixated on someone else's success and wishing that it was yours. You would genuinely begin to want to celebrate with them and to be genuinely happy with them without compromising your focus on your journey. My friend, Jesus himself tells us that all things are possible for the one who believes. I took that right out of the book of Mark. You can find it in Matthew as well. But believing is not wishing. Those are two separate things. Believing is not wishing. Believing requires work and patience, which also requires work. If you feel like you've been forgotten about, if you think that your journey is for no good because you're seeing someone who's doing something similar to you, my friend, do not only look at their success, but look at their story. You have a unique story that is true to you. And the reason why your story is not like theirs is because God has something for you. He has not forgotten about you. You have not been forgotten about, my friend. I believe God is speaking to you in a way that only you could understand. He knows you. He knows your heart. He knew you when you were just a substance. You can find that in Psalms 139. It's one of my favorite Psalms. 
And because of that, I believe there is no way that our mighty Father has forgotten about you no matter how far you think you've walked away from Him or how talentless you think you might be. He has gifted you with something that is for His kingdom. My friend, He is a faithful Father, faithful to His will. He has not forgotten about you. He is the creator of life. How could He forget about you? I know that when we're in a season of feeling like we're not making progress or that people around us are having so much success and they're moving forward, at least it seems like they're moving forward in public on social media, it can be hard for us to focus on us because we feel like we might be doing something wrong. But I encourage you to focus and stay the course. We may not always understand God's reasons for the things that happen around us, but we can rest in knowing that he has not forsaken us. And I know that it can be hard, but my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.